Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we have a just really fun episode for you. Me and Alex are going to be talking about Mortal Kombat 1 and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So the two live-action films from the 90s, yes, you heard me correct. We are going to be talking about them, going over them, and fucking ripping them apart, just like the video games. You know those fatalities? Yeah, we're basically just going to destroy these movies. So I'm hoping you guys enjoy the episode. Please stay tuned for the whole thing. I think you're all going to really enjoy it and get a good laugh out of it. And yeah, let's just get into it. Cue that intro. that 1995 and anal ocean 1997 it's gonna be good i'm excited to do this because you know what watching these movies over again and yes we're going by the way watching these movies again and it's been quite a long time but i used to watch them on saturday nights or friday nights i don't know if it was fox but they would show like kind of pop culture movies like every other weekend or like once a month and i remember specifically like watching these movies my mom would make like frozen pizza. She probably didn't realize how violent the movies were that I was watching, but they are pretty fucking stupid. So we're going to talk about them. And I'm excited to do it. Alex, how are you doing today, man? Doing good, Ryan. How are you? I'm really thrilled to be talking about these movies. They are gold mines of just terribleness. And honestly, I didn't realize how bad anal ocean was until... I watched it again. I seriously thought it was good when I was a kid. I didn't think it was that bad. The animalities just, ugh. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're going to talk about the first one, which is based off the original game where Shang Tsung holds a tournament, and the winner of that tournament basically decides the fate of Earthrealm because Shao Kahn, the emperor of Outworld, wants to take over everything but we're going to talk about Shao Kahn later because he's so well portrayed in the second film you know are you sure about that (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm very sure about it so the story's great it's just your basic video game movie story where they just loosely base it off the games it starts off with Sonya hunting down Kano you know Liu Kang's brother getting killed so Liu Kang is mad and he wants revenge and then we have creepy pedophile Raiden just horribly casted, you know, telling him he needs to do this. And <laughs> I just... It, it's its Christopher Lambert from The Highlander, if anybody doesn't know that. And I it's don't know if I not a that. good portrayal. I don't know if I ever watched The Highlander. There can only be one. Oh, God. So that's where the movie is starting. Uh, it's definitely um, fun and horrible in so many ways, but... Uh, you know, we definitely have a lot of good cast here for some of the characters. There is some redeeming moments in this movie, and we're definitely going to talk about it. But we're going to start with the fight scenes, and specifically which ones are our favorite and worst. Uh, obviously, these take up a lot of the movie. So, Alex, what is your favorite movie or favorite fighting scene? Uh, that would be Scorpion versus Johnny Cage. Uh, the only thing I don't like about the fight scene is uh, I hate Scorpion's living spear. That, he, that comes out of his hand. It's pretty like bad. It could have just been a regular spear, and I would have been fine with it flying everywhere. Yeah, I don't know why they decided to make it like a living entity inside his hand. Uh, I honestly hate that it came out of his hand, too. 
I'm so glad they changed that later in the games and made it very clear that it's on him. Like, he, he's throwing it, and it's not coming out of his fucking palm. Uh, I would agree. As a really good fighting scene, you know, when they go to the Nether Realm, it's I just think it's super badass from there. I'd probably say my favorite is Liu Kang versus Reptile. Mm. Just the choreography for that fight scene is extremely well done, and... I was pretty impressed. I don't remember it being that cool when I was a kid, but seeing it the other night, I was like, okay. They kind of redeemed Reptile there because he was pretty much fucking stupid the entire movie up to that point. And so to see his ninja form and then just go at it like that was really cool. And like I said, I, I didn't expect that re-watching it. Because when I was a kid, I was like, I just thought Johnny Cage and Scorpion was where it's at. Like I, Those used to be like my favorite characters, you know, Johnny Cage and in the games so it was cool to see that again and even though he's extremely you know well portrayed i still got to give it to luke king versus reptile for the best but let's uh let's talk about the worst what is the worst in your mind oh that's uh kano versus sonya blade ouch oh that that fight scene is just horrible explain uh, <laughs> well kano comes out and beats the shit out of sonya blade and she's on the floor <laughs> He didn't use his laser out of his eye. Was that in the old games? Yeah, no, it's definitely a thing in all the old games. He was more of a, yeah. a wrestling-type character, though, I believe, in the uh, you know the first couple. Yeah. Well, he beat the crap out of her. And then Sonya, like, gets up and puts her legs around. It's the worst leg lock I've ever seen. <laughs> she does, like, a handstand, puts her legs over Kano's neck and, like, flips him all the way around, which he can do in real life, but... The way they portrayed it in the movie, it looks like uh, like Kano could have just tapped her leg and she would have fell over. It does uh, look like then, he's comfortable. Yeah. And then uh, she just cracks his neck by doing a little twist with her feet. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know, I watched these movies when I was a lot younger and, you know, rewatching them the other night. I did not realize how bad that scene was until they showed it. It was just god awful. And I, I, I don't know what they were thinking. I'd say the worst fight scene for me, believe it or not, I think it's cool. I get why you like it, but I actually don't like Johnny Cage versus Scorpion. I feel like Scorpion would fuck him up. Like, there's not a, not a chance that Scorpion is just going to blow a, a couple of flames onto the shield and realize that, oh, he can block the flames, and then just stand there and just, like, get killed? <laughs> like, what was that? Well, he lost his eyesight. He didn't have any eyes in that skull. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, get down here. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> get over here. So stupid. Oh, God bless you, Ed Boone. You know what? That that was the best part when he says "Welcome" and "Suckers." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Johnny. But... When uh Johnny Cage like beats him up with the uh, shield. Scorpion explodes like the Predator, which is also good. Why is that good? Because he explodes like the Predator. Okay. So it's just you see cool Johnny Cage running, around, running away like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Get down, Johnny! Run away! What are Get you waiting for? Yeah. That's very true. That hurt my throat to do, to be honest. But, <laughs> I don't know, I just... I get why you like it. It is a very well done scene when they are in the Nether Realm. I just think they ruined Scorpion in the uh, cinematic world. Uh, he's way more of a badass character than that. So, 
Uh, it's the worst to me because of that. But once again, as I will say throughout this episode, when it comes to the first movie, I seriously love the way they did with Johnny Cage. Uh, I think he's perfectly cast and really well written. His stupid lame jokes are spot on. They're meant to be like that. Uh, besides Liu Kang, I would say he's probably the best casted character in the entire movie. Uh, you know, it could have been a lot worse with him, and I'm really glad that it didn't. Uh, is there any particular scene that you enjoyed the most, or is it just like you kind of just based it off the fight scenes? Or, um, well, I liked uh, the ending, like when Liu Kang sees his brother uh, when he frees him from Shang Tsung. Yeah, uh, I feel like I said that last night. <laughs> yeah, you did. But, okay, so I want to change it up. Obviously, we don't want to agree on everything. That is a really good scene. I love the way they did that. Uh, I would say the intro is my second favorite scene with Shang Tsung killing his brother. And, like, your soul is mine. Like, I don't know. I, I just I love the way they did that. Just killing his brother right off the bat. You know, back in the day, if you didn't know much about the games... You already felt that weight for Liu Kang, the main character, for him to want to seek revenge. It's very justified. And to have to stand there throughout most of the movie and not attack Shang Tsung uh, must be pretty horrible. So that's kind of how I saw it, uh, rewatching it. Um, definitely a good scene. Well, he had googly eyes for Katana, so he kind of forgot about his mission for a bit. Yeah, that was another really bad fight scene. Oh my god. Where they're just like hugging, wrestling, or playing, what is it? Uh, they're playing Twister. Playing Twister <laughs> to give out secrets. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so what is the worst scene in the movie? If we, I know we kind of just pretty much said it. I would say that's the worst scene overall. Uh, but there's a bunch of them. So is there any scene in particular that you would just... Why the hell did you guys film this? I'll go first. Mm -hmm. I'll go first, just to give you an idea. So in the beginning, you know, Kano is talking to Shang Tsung... And they're in the warehouse, and then he opens up on the floor, like a floor panel. And I'm like, why Why is he opening this up like he's some fucking cartoon villain, and he's going to go in there instead of walking out the front door where it wouldn't matter? Like, what was that? I'm really bothered by that. Like, it ruined the movie for me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but mine would be is uh, when Johnny Cage is fighting Goro, and he, like... Lo love taps him in the nuts and Raiden like hits the guy on the right and he's like <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah I think everything Raiden does in this movie just makes me want to kill him myself uh damn it I really don't like what they did with Raiden <laughs> he's so bad he's oh man the way he laughs too it's like come on dude like even in the beginning when they're on the boat he does like a <laughs> and I'm like shut up dude has like uh lightning coming out of his finger and he's like I don't think so yeah it's so sassy he's <laughs> just a sassy Raiden uh so we're gonna move on to what is your favorite betrayal of these characters uh portrayal sorry I said betrayal um you can start my with number if you want or you can do the best oh well uh I'll I'll do uh, best first. I'll do Shang Soon as number one because he just feels like an evil bad sorcerer throughout the whole movie. I mean, he's sucking people off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh... Your, your cum is mine. <laughs> <laughs> your soul is mine. Honestly, 
yeah, Shang Tsung was so well done. They could not have done a better job with that character. You definitely could see how menacing he was with the way he was betrayed. Obviously, we don't have the actor's name on us right now. It's oh, I actually I don't, I don't have it on me. It's uh, Kari Hiroyuki Tagawawa. Tagawa. And obviously, he came back recently in Mortal Kombat 11 to betray Shang Tsung again. And that was just extremely well done. So it was cool to see that uh, in the original movie again, you know, through the rewatch. I would say my favorite, uh, I'd go with Liu Kang. Even though I think Johnny Cage is extremely well done, I that was a really great uh, Liu Kang. I, I believed everything that he was doing. Uh, the actor's name is for that, uh, Robin Shu, or Shao. Shao. Uh, he killed it. I, I seriously was able to just believe everything that he was doing. And it reminded me very much of the Liu Kang from the games. And yeah, that's pretty much where I'd leave that. Worst. Betrayal. Bridget Wilson, who played Sonya Blade. <laughs> I thought she did a terrible job. Yeah. Or they wrote her terrible, you know, obviously, you know, people think Christian Havenson is the worst, you know, version of Anakin, but he did his job, damn it. You guys have heard that already, but uh, I would say she did pretty bad. Uh, it just wasn't a very convincing Sonya Blade. Not that the character in general, I mean, I don't speak for everybody, but even in the current games, I still don't really give a shit about Sonya Blade. Yeah, I mean, either. So Anal Ocean's version is a lot better. You know, you actually gave into her uh, actions, the way she was acting, and just everything about her in the second one is so much better. Uh, yeah, she did pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. It's uh, it's Mortal Kombat. You know, if you've seen this movie, you know exactly the struggle that we've been through. And if you haven't seen it in a while, please go check it out on Netflix. It's available now for a limited time. But we're going to talk about Christopher Lambert as Raiden with a Y by the way they don't even give him the right spelling yep so I'd like to point that out I uh honestly it kills the movie for me if if they had the second actor with better writing in the first one like just had him for both movies I think Mortal Kombat would be a solid well I can't say the rating yet we'll do that later I just think it'd be a lot better of a movie I just would add a plus one to the rating I'd say. Yeah, it would, because Raiden, in all the video games that, you know, actually gave voice acting and storytelling, which is all of them, but you know you, you know what I mean. Deadly Alliance, Deception, all the newer ones that actually had, like, the towers that gave you the character story. Raiden has always been serious. He takes his role as the Elder God, or Thunder God, very, very seriously. So, when you see him, like, just joking around and laughing at stupid shit... Like, you know, uh, Johnny Cage punching Goro in the balls. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> I can't take it serious. And one of the biggest gripes I have with anything uh, movie re or video game related, with movies, or any type of media that is outside of the game, in this case, Raiden is not nearly, a sh not nearly shown as powerful as he is in the games. And I fucking hate that. Like Shang Tsung, they did a really good job. He still was very clearly powerful. Obviously, they didn't show his, you know, flame skulls. You know, him literally, you know, shooting soul stuff at people and 
everything else that he does, like turning into the ninjas, which he has done in previous games, not just Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, obviously, they can't show all that, and this is a movie made in the 90s, so maybe I'm being too harsh. But even till this day with video game movies, like they never show how powerful the character truly is. And, I don't know, that just bothered me a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I stand with the worst betrayal of the movie. Yeah, um, I would also like to add on to that. Uh, so, this was when it was just the 2D games out on the arcades. Yes. So, like, there wasn't really a lot of sound bites of people besides them doing their attacks. Exactly. Um, everything else was text-based uh, in that time. So, this was their first betrayal of the characters and they're just off on Raiden and I'd say Sonya right obviously they had to talk to Ed Boon and John Tobias for any type of information regarding these characters based off whatever you see from the arcade machines right that's all we had but even then in those games with the fatalities and their their fighting styles you can tell that the character takes it serious in the way that the developers animated the characters in the games. You know, Johnny Cage is very clearly a movie star who's a jokester, and they, they, they nailed it on the head with that. So it just sucks to see that they didn't get it right with Raiden. Obviously, they had an extremely hard task, as you just made it so clear, is that these first two games were only on the arcade machines at the time, and they were just coming to the Nintendo 64. You know, they didn't really have a lot to go on, whereas we have like fucking 15 Mortal Kombat games that show these characters and their backstories, you know, like Scorpion and whatnot, which is the worst betrayed character as well. But, you know, I'm, I might be biased. Might be biased. Yeah, it's like a Charizard thing. You really had to go there, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, that is correct. So with Mortal Kombat 1, I feel like we covered enough ground with it. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's just not good. But the things they got right, it couldn't be happier. Like, I will rewatch this movie again someday. Alex, what would you say your overall rating is for this movie? One out of, Between 1 and 10. Um, I'd say 7. 7 out of 10. Why would you give it a 7? Uh, I actually just like the fight scenes. I mean, there's only, what, two that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. uh, the progress of the story is pretty good. I mean... If they recasted Raiden and Sonya, I would probably would have gave it an 8 out of 10. But I kind of like those uh, old uh, martial arts movies, you know, because I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee. Yeah. So seeing all that, it's awesome. And ninjas. Yeah, you can't go wrong. What would you say are, like, the two things that you would change about the movie besides those castings? Is there anything else? Maybe add characters, some of your favorite characters, uh, you know, locations, maybe moves. Because in this movie, they actually don't do most of their counterparts' moves, you know, from the video games. Would you add those, or were you actually kind of content with the way they uh, choreographed the fights? Um. Well, I mean, it was that old time where CGI was kind of crappy. Extremely iffy, and Jurassic Park was the first movie to actually get it right at that time period. Yeah, I would say, like... If they could take two things out, maybe change Reptile's model um, oh, to be good. a little bit more polished. Uh, and then Scorpion's spear. That just irks me that it's a living spear. And I don't know why they put it back in anal lotion. 
<laughs> we haven't given we haven't said his real title this entire time. We gotta commit. So I actually agree with your two gripes. Like seriously, you nailed it on the head. Reptile's model is like the most unbelievable like reptile model they could have came up with. I don't understand it. But all like all the reptiles that exist in our world and and we knew a lot at ninety three. It's not like we haven't discovered half the world. You know, it's not that long ago. They knew how reptiles looked. They, I just really hate what they did with them. And of course, the spear is stupid as shit. But I would give the movie a six out of six point five out of ten. It's not the worst thing ever seen. It's a hundred percent rewatchable. And as you said yourself, those classic martial arts, you know, fight scenes are it's nostalgia at its best. It's it's just a fun era of fighting. Now, if you go watch like John Wick and shit, we're like ripping people's limbs off and blowing their fucking brains out, which isn't bad. I'm just saying that there's a level of finesse that I would say is no longer in our movies today. It's unrealistic and fun. Nothing, yeah. everything doesn't have to be real in movies, I'd say. No, that's like, true. And I feel like these movies, when they made them, I don't speak for the director but and the writers, but I feel like they didn't take themselves too serious. And that's actually why the movie, the first one we're talking about, make that clear, by the way. We're not talking about both of them at the same time. That's why the first movie is actually pretty decent because you can feel like they didn't take themselves too seriously. They, it almost feels like they had a lot of fun with it, to be honest with you. I don't know that. I don't know if there's any behind the scenes that prove that. But that, that would be my closing thoughts on those hoes so uh are you ready for anal lotion annihilation yes let's annihilate this let's annihilate this fucking stupid movie alex take it away with the story give us a a brief rundown of what you remember (laughs) so in my days of watching the cgi from this first scene shao khan is merging the realms without winning mortal combat from the first movie so it proceeds right from the first one right into the second one shao khan's up there you got um shiva sindel uh ermac mataro mataro uh, all standing there doing weird ass like moves <laughs> like mataro like growls and i'm like okay <laughs> uh and then a better raiden pops out uh, and Sonya. So, anyways, Raiden pops out. Raiden and Shao Kahn, and so like Shao Kahn's really bad in this first scene because he sounds like he's getting out of breath every time he talks. <laughs> oh my god, everybody! This is like one of Alex's favorite characters from the game, so you can imagine how he felt rewatching this movie. But yeah, man, just the story, just oh, it's so bad. I, just... I I think he was the same actor from Hot Fuzz, who I I think he was from Hot Fuzz, but he's like Yarp. No, that's that's the Hound from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah yeah. No, this well, is a different actor. Seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Yarp. They got the inspiration from Mortal yeah, Kombat Anal Ocean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Simon Pegg and Nick Frost just watched Mortal Kombat Anal Ocean and were like, yeah, that's our Yarp right there. <laughs> So Johnny Cage is also recasted in this, which I thought is fucking tragic. But believe it or not, everybody, I didn't rem- I didn't realize that when I was a kid. And so when Shao Kahn kills 
Johnny Cage in the beginning, I was butthurt as a kid. But rewatching it the other night, I was like, thank God that's over with because that was not a good recasting. <laughs> right. It was so bad. That poor guy. He's like, he's like, all right, let's let's do this movie. And he like reads his script the first day, and he's like, what? guys, yeah. all right, guys, I'm going home. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna <laughs> kill you in literally two scenes. Oh, okay. Let's take this. Let's make this one take. <laughs> yeah, if we could, let's just make this one take and send your ass home. Okay, guys, thank you. Yeah, man, that was that was pretty rough. Uh, I just, you know, I I legitimately believed it was a good movie when I was a kid. I was going into this movie, going, "Fuck yes, it's time." I haven't seen this in a long time. I rented it off Amazon. I used money to watch this fucking movie. Okay. And I don't even know where to start, but they just, like, took a giant shit on my chest, and it hurt so bad. This was the first time I've watched it. What? Yep. No! Yep. Everybody, I did not know this. Are you serious? Yes, and it hurt. (laughs) Damn, I am so sorry. It's okay. Oh, God. Well, I knew what I was going into. I saw the rating. (laughs) What's the rating? Like fucking 1.2 or something? I think it was like 2.8. Oh my god, that's too much. They need it was below down. 4, I know that. It needs to be below 2. <laughs> oh jeez, that's fucking funny, dude. I legitimately did not know that. That's awesome. So we definitely have two different opinions on this movie. I like it. Where to start? Alex, take oh, us okay. away on this. Alright, so Shao Kahn is merging the realms and Raiden's losing his power because when it's merged into Outworld, he loses his power for some reason. (laughs) Uh, So then uh, they escape Shao Kahn and his generals and they're in some tunnels and then uh, they're going through like the, the Hollow Earth, I think? And it's that one game on the Xbox where they're in the... (laughs) The little uh, balls where they're like holding on to it. I don't remember the game, but they're like spinning around in a track. <laughs> so, anyways, they have to get to Outworld uh, to kill Sundell, and that somehow will save the Earth. Re- reuniting Sundell and Katana's love with each other. <laughs> You know what's funny about that? Doesn't that kind of remind you of Aftermath, though, where they're like, we need to bring Sindel back? That's kind of fucked up. I wonder if they, like, thought about that. I think Ed Boone just wants to bone Sindel. I mean, the way she looks in Mortal Kombat 11. I mean, am I right? <laughs> um, Watch out, you might have a knife in your chest. That's true. So, yeah, that's the plot pretty much to Mortal Kombat and the Lotion. Uh, how else can we annihilate this movie? You know what? I I just had a good idea. Let's talk about the fucking characters. They've added a lot of characters to this movie. What are the two worst characters in your mind? Oh, jeez. Okay, we can do three. Since the, Sorry, guys. There's a lot of terrible characters in this movie, so that's why we're starting there. How about we go through the fight scenes and then we'll do the characters okay because i got all the fight scenes written down yeah let's so the, the fight scenes take it okay on. the first one is shao Kahn versus raiden raiden by the way with yeah. a y and that was really bad like yeah i get it he's losing his power and obviously they need to show that but 
You didn't need to make him look like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he was like Obi-Wan flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Yeah, that was that was really rough. And then immediately after that, I guess you could say the next part of that scene would be Johnny Cage taking his shots at uh, Shao Kahn. That wasn't a bad start. You know, he started off strong. And then he got annihilated. And uh, that was it. So Yep. And now and he's th- dead. And then they escaped into the tunnels. And then um, Raiden and Sonya Blade split off to go save Jax and then go visit the Elder Gods. Correct. And Katana and Liu Kang go to um, go save her mother, Sindel. Yay! And then Liu Kang and Katana run into Cyber Smoke. That's the next fight okay. scene. I need, a, I need a moment. How I need to reflect on how they treated my boy, Smoke. It hurts. Not only does he have a rocket, and that's it, but Smoke is one of the most badass fucking characters in the entire franchise, and they shit on him! <laughs> I'm so pissed. I don't remember it being that bad, but man, that was such a dumbass fight scene. Like, It's like Liu Kang just got done killing Shang Tsung, one of the strongest characters in the entire franchise at his level. And it's like, really? You can't kill a stupid robot that's just... I don't, even, I don't know, dude. It hurts. He was tired. He was very tired. So yeah, he <laughs> fights Smoke. Does he even kill Smoke? Uh, Sub-Zero pops in and hits him with a frost blast or whatever. Yes. And Liu Kang just like pokes him off the edge. And he blows up because the, the rocket's frozen. And that is how he dies. That was so forgettable. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, they meet Sub-Zero, and, you know, they talk and finger each other and go, Yeah, you killed my brother. You're not mad about that? We have common enemies. We both <laughs> save Earthrealm. And then Scorpion shows up with his fucking living sphere. Again? Spear. No, two, two living spears. Oh, I'm sorry, two, and I'm pretty sure he does nothing with them at all. No. Although... Pretty badass fight scene afterwards uh, of the Spears' disposal. Uh, I really do like the two ninjas fighting. Uh, me and my brother Eric, the casual gamer, would always fight Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. So I don't know if it's because of the movie, but me and him would always go toe-to-toe back in the day playing those games. So it was really fucking cool to see that again because it reminded me of such a so, so much fun times playing those games on Nintendo 64 and then obviously Deadly Alliance and whatnot. So that was that. Was that. But the fight sucks uh, with the ending, and Scorpion kidnaps uh, Cortana. (laughs) Cortana. Suckers! And, uh, yeah, he kidnaps Katana, and then says, suckers! Yeah, so bad, but I love it. So what's the next fight scene? That would be... Uh, So it cuts away. Well, first, Sub-Zero and Liu Kang talk for a second and Sub-Zero's like to Liu Kang, oh, you can't go over to Ka- uh, can't go after Katana you're not ready, and then he disappears from the movie, he's done oh Goodbye. shit, that was it, huh yeah, same with Scorpion, Scorpion. yeah, uh, Jinx. <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude, oh my god I just thought about that, see, everyone you gotta understand that this movie's really bad and so, you gotta understand that I forgot half of what I saw 
which is why I have the plot on my phone right now, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so after Sub-Zero disappears, Liu Kang has to go seek out Nightwolf, which we will finally become positive at talking about this movie, because Nightwolf is extremely well portrayed. Looks like he's straight out of a fucking video game. I could not be happier with that. Yes, Alex, he has some stupid-ass lines and says, We must find your animality before you're ready to fight. And they do that. But Alex, hold on. Like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Hold on. We're missing one fight. It's Sonya and Jax versus Cyrax after that. After that or before that? I don't know. After uh, Sub Zero and Scorpion fight. I don't know if I want to talk about that. But it's got your boy Cyrax. We're going to talk about it because I love Cyrax and they also fucked him in the butt too and said, but, you know what? I'll take that back. Because unlike Smoke, Cyrex does have his moves from the games, you know, the little balls that blow up, but he also has the net, and I feel like Mm -hmm. the net was extremely well done because it hits the soldier and literally just melts his ass to bones, and I thought that was pretty badass. With horrible CGI. With horrible CGI, by the way, which might actually look worse than the first movie, which was made four years beforehand, so... I don't know where they screwed the pooch there with an extra $12 million in the budget, but, you know, hey, who's counting, right? <laughs> uh, so Jax obviously has his metal arms. Uh, he just wakes up. He was, he was uh, you know, he was sleeping. He's medically, you know, induced sleep. So Sonya wakes him up, and if you know anything about Jax from the games, his metal arms, they just fuck shit up. Like, he's extremely strong with the metal arms. Uh, in this movie, it's different, so to speak, his metal arms are just kind of like uh, cybernetic uh, enhancements. Yeah, like, imagine them literally like an armor piece add-on to your skin, because it's '97 and that's the best they had. So, <laughs> so yeah, Jax kind of sucks. I really don't like what they did with Jax in this movie. Uh, as a fighter, Jax is dog shit, and uh, we'll just say it, maybe that's just because he woke up. And he's obviously not used to these new arms that he has because he didn't have them beforehand when he was awake. So as he's fighting Cyrax, it just it's terrible the entire time. But the redeeming part of this scene is actually Sonya. Uh, you know, she's fucking shit up, but she's the one that kills Cyrax too. Like, it's not even Jax. So this entire fight scene, which actually takes up a good amount of screen time, it's just Sonya. Like, and Jax is mm-hmm. just kind of like dancing around with Cyrax, just hanging out. And then Sonya is the one that does her fatality from the movie. Uh, I'm sorry, from the games. And then she kills Cyrax, which I think is stupid as fuck. But once again, Sonya is really well done, so I guess it could be worse, right? Is that what I think it is? Oh, yeah, it's a bomb. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and the bomb like goes off faster than they can run. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, they're dead. Okay. So, yes, uh, that's the scene. And then we move on to Night Wolf. Uh, Alex, uh, what do you what do you think of uh, Nightwolf here? Uh, I know you weren't the biggest fan, like I am, but oh, this betrayal was good. I just hated the animality where he's like turns into like a werewolf and he's like, rah, 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 you're not ready. You know what I noticed though is the CGI in his face when he's turning into a hum- uh, from a a, wolf, a werewolf basically into a human. It's actually not that bad in his actual face. It's it looks really well done for the time period it came out. 
But yeah, he talks to Liu Kang about his animalities. He says that he needs to find some fucking fear in himself or some bullshit. No, find his courage or something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's the lion from uh, Wizard of Oz. The but first he... is a trial of his self-esteem, courage, and focus. Yeah, and then the three tri- he had three trials, right? Technically, first three. first one was to smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> Two was to drink a bunch of peyote. And the third one is to bang Katana. Which is never revealed. <laughs> yeah. Or accomplished. Spoilers. Scene not included. Scene not included. <laughs> you gotta buy the special deluxe gold edition to get it. So yeah, the second test is a form is in a form of temptation, which manifests itself in the form of Jade, who we get to see for the first time in this movie. And she's looking super hot, half naked. And then she goes up to kiss Liu Kang, and he's like, No! I have a chastity belt on, and it's for a woman I've saved once and done nothing for. And that's it. And then they fight, and she's like, You passed the test, sweetie. And then they move. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> Alright, let's go to the next scene. Yeah. Uh, or next fight. It's a. Uh... Sonya Blade versus Melina, and Jax comes up to after Melina is defeated, and there's that one monster that he beats the shit out of. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, what did you think of the fight between Sonya Blade and Selena? Or actually, <laughs> Melina. Sorry. Uh, I actually didn't think it was that bad. Um, I thought it was really good. I just hated the way she died. It looked like she just rolled over, and you're like, "Oh, she's dead." That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Other, you know, you you know, what's funny is though, even the voice of the actress that played her, kind of reminded me of MK Nine and Ten, like the, mm-hmm. her, the voice actress. So I don't know if there's like a connection there, but it was actually pretty impressive how much she sounded like the games today. So that was cool. And then Jax kills one of the worst looking CG fucking demon things that comes out of a rock I have ever seen. I don't. I don't even know how it's dead. All he did was punch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can move it's on. It's those arms, that. man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that was so bad. All right. So next is um, Raiden fights some ninjas. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. So they're basically. I don't know why, but they are. They look like copies of reptiles. If you, yeah. look at, if you look at their mask, it's Reptile's mask from the first movie. So I don't know if that was supposed to be like Chameleon. I don't know what they got going on there. But let's just let's just call it for what it is. They're just unnamed ninjas. And yeah, so uh, I would like to point out as we're going through these fight scenes that I think this is the worst one in the movie. And I'll tell you why. Because they're just doing acrobatics all over the fucking place. The, there's probably... Three or four somersaults before a punch lands on somebody. (laughs) And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? I really did not enjoy that scene. It kind of killed it for me. If if the rest of the movie didn't kill it already. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Raiden talking to the Elder Gods? Kind of a waste of screen time. Because, like, when you see it in the games... It's super badass. Like, there's definitely a lot of good dialogue there and world building as they do it, building that lore. 
But in this movie, it's pretty bad. It. I think I this think, is the first time we've seen it, though. Oh, if you want to have it from that perspective, sure. It was cool. You know, I thought it was cool when I was a kid. I'm like, damn, dude, that's a thing on fire. He's talking to this dude. And then there's a body of water talking to this dude. There you go. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Here we go. <laughs> so, I I don't know. I didn't care for him. I can tell you when I was a kid, I did, that's, that's pretty much how I saw it. It's like, oh, those are entities that are on fire, and one's made of water, and one's... I don't know, streaks of the wind? I don't know, dude. It was a pretty stupid fucking scene. And then all of a yeah. sudden, he's got a fucking... A blazer on with a fucking short hair. So I guess that was a good talk he had of the Elder Gods. Oh, God. It's so bad. The Elder Gods is just a barber shop. <laughs> Tell me about your human problems. And they're just, like, stepping his hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would be the next fight? So after that... Um, it'd be... So, Liu Kang, uh, they all go to the Outworld uh, with Jade, and um, Liu Kang gets up to uh, where Katana's being held, uh, and it's Liu Kang versus the Barakas. <sighs> you have to. Oh, God. There were just, uh, there was like five cutaways of just like, a guy swinging with like two swords on his arm, and that's it. <laughs> and like barely any fighting. And then, like when the guy takes off his hood, where it's Baraka. Oh my god, I laughed so hard when I saw that mask. It was just so horrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Whoever did the props and costumes for Baraka, like now I know why I fucking hate that character. Because I had to see that scene again. That was a really bad way to show that character, man. They just... Fuck. I feel bad for anybody who's a fan of Baraka and has to watch this movie. You might just want to close your eyes when the scene's over. But Liu Kang is fighting Baraka to save Katana, who's in the cage. Which he does kill Baraka. And then we move on to saving Katana. And there's... A new opponent for Liu Kang that pops up in the four-armed goddessness of Shiva, who is, you know, just like Goro, she's a fucking thing. I am... forget the race of them. Yeah, I just immediately blinked on their race, so my bad. Anyways, well, Shiva's in the movie, and uh, that's pretty much it, because Liu Kang drops the fucking cage on her, and she's dead. And that's it. That's it for Shiva, everybody. So if you're a fan of Shiva, I'm sorry. Because she's dead. <laughs> oh, and we missed an important part. Um, so when Raiden's fighting the ninjas uh, in the outworld, and they're just jumping around, Sindel gets knocked out uh, by, I think, Jade. Oh, okay. Uh, which well, they don't actually... Yeah, because because it's a trick. But you know what's funny is like Ray didn't even ask her too. Like it is a trick. Like you can hear it in his voice that he doesn't believe her. Like oh, you just knocked her out. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. 
um, I guess that was to let the audience know for a fact that it's a trick, I guess. Yeah. So then they do some magical therapy uh, when they all meet up again with Sindel being knocked out, knocked out in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, and Sindel comes back to life and she's like, I've always been evil, Katana. And Jade's like, I tricked you guys this whole time. Did you say and then, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then <clears throat> both of them are like, looks like Team Rocket's blasting off again. And they run away. <laughs> and then that leads us to when they come up to Shao Kahn. Uh, and Jade says they're outnumbered so they can fight him. And Shao Kahn. Kills Jade <laughs> with the horrible CGI monster. And the fucking and, CGI gargoyle kills Jade and burps afterwards. That's, that's what happens, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! So I just noticed something while I was reading the plot on Wikipedia, the most reliable source on the internet. Don't hate me. Uh, Shinnok. Oh yeah, that's Shinnok in this. That's well, I didn't realize that watching it last night. I'm like, who the fuck is this Elder God? So apparently Shinnok is Raiden's dad. And Shao Kahn's. Yeah, that's definitely not canon. Uh, yeah, that threw me off right now reading this. So that's pretty bad. So, uh, yeah, so we move on to the... Final fight scene. Yeah. So there's four, no, uh, five different fights. In this, yeah, the first really one's really short. That one's really short. Shao Kahn's like, "You have no power here!" And like, blasts him, and Raiden's like, "I'm dead." Yeah, he's dead, everybody. Yeah, he's dead, and then Jax like takes off his shirt and makes him a pillow for him to die on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So then the main battle starts, and it's Jax versus Mataro. Sonya Blade versus Ermac, Katana versus Sindel, and Liu Kang versus Shao Kahn. Okay, so, so take Liu Kang versus Shao Kahn out of that. Which one is the worst of those three fights, and which one is the best? Uh, I'll go I'd first. Say... Katana and Sindel is the worst, and then Sonya versus Ermac is the best. Jackson Mataro's in the middle. Yeah. Because, honestly, that was kind of a dumb fight between those two. <laughs> I like how he takes off his arms, his cyber... He believed in himself, okay? Raiden said the power comes from within. Next to a giant scorpion slash centaur minotaur looking centaur. centaur. Fucking badass looking thing, although it sounds stupid the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, if you can see our faces right now, we are... This movie sucks. <laughs> so, honestly, though, those three fights weren't horrible besides Sindel versus Quintana. I felt like that was a really uh, horrible-looking fight. You know, it wasn't choreographed very well. Sonya versus Ermac was dope. Uh, you know, Jax versus Mataro. Whatever. Because even if you fucking play the games, it's a dumbass fight. Have you ever fought... Mataro on M uh, Ultimate MK3? No, but I've seen it. It's not a fair fight. It's stupid. 
Like, I had to spam the shit out of teleport with Scorpion to kill him. So, what I'm saying is, is there's not really much you could do with that fight, I would say. Especially for the time period they made this movie, so... I think I'll go easy on him. It wasn't that bad. But it's bad enough that as I'm sitting here, I don't remember how Mataro even dies. He doesn't. What? Jax, Jax just beats the shit out of him. And he's like, just lays on the ground like a wounded horse. <laughs> I guess he's going to get a bullet in the back of the head. <laughs> so, after those douchebags fight, we get the ultimate fight of Mortal Kombat in a lotion. I've seen you come prepared. <laughs> so, Shao Kahn and Liu Kang fight normally. Uh, you know, it's a normal fight for a few seconds. Liu Kang apparently sucks all of a sudden. And he turns into his glorious, extremely well CGI made animality. And it looks like a stupid frog dragon. I don't know what they were trying to do. No, it looks like a, a, a Daedroth off of Oblivion. <laughs> oh my god, it does! It looks like a dark green fucking Daedroth from Oblivion with wings. Everybody, yes. if you are listening to this, please go look up the Daedroth from Oblivion and then you're welcome. Because... <laughs> but there's an even better animality, Alex, with one of your favorite characters from the entire franchise. Would you like to explain Shao Kahn's animality to the listeners? Yeah, so Shao Kahn's animality in the movie looks like a hydra with like eight heads and it looks like it has the skin from the movie the thing it looks like the monster from that <laughs> and like i said i haven't seen this movie before and i watched that the other day and i was just, i thought about turning off the movie <laughs> Like, I think the, the line is drawn here, guys. I, I did pause it and uh, looked how uh, far I needed it to go. And it was like five minutes. I was like, all right, let's trooper through this. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. And the fight, honestly, from there just is terrible. I don't even remember. Oh, you know what? Doesn't it end with the Elder Gods killing Shakan and Shinnok? No, because I think Liu Kang kills Shao Kahn, and the Elder Gods kill Shinnok. Or no, no, they they like wrap him up and like. <laughs> oh well, Shinnok gets the whole fucking uh, Lex Luthor, you know, Superman treatment. Or, yeah, the mirror thing. <laughs> or uh, General uh, Zod. Yeah. Oh my god. No, so... no, it's even worse. It's not like a mirror. It's like uh, a paper mache <laughs> that they're like. I don't know what that holding was. up. No, no, origami. That's the word. Yeah, it, it like wraps it up and then he like blinks away. It's like, all right. Uh, we forgot to talk about something this entire time. So apparently Shinnok uh, creates a a, sig a signe or whatever, uh, a sigil. Sigil. Or, sigil. Yeah. Uh, for each of the characters. So it's this weird dragon sigil that allows them to pass into Earth Realm. But there's one thing we haven't talked about this entire movie with CGI. It's that the dragon that comes out of the sigil for every single character that dies makes the same exact animation every single time. 
it does a backflip, roars at you, and then disappears. <laughs> Even the giant one that comes out of Shao Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it looks like a hooker tramp, sta- uh, tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> oh. I'm a dragon on the inside. <laughs> 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 okay, so Hear me that is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But the ending scene, uh, Alex, take it away on the ending scene. We'll finish up on the story here. Uh, where they're all like hugging each other. They're back in Earth. Uh, you thought it was Jade in the end, but it was actually Sindel. That's why Katana and her were hanging out, loving on each other. Liu yeah. Kang and Katana kiss, I think. Raiden becomes an elder god in Shinnok's place. Uh. Sonya and Jax are there, I guess. <laughs> are they not in the final scene? No, they are. Just they're just they're standing just around there. Uh, yeah, so that's Mortal Kombat Annihilation, everybody. So, uh, congrats, we just saved you about an hour and a half of your time. You don't need to watch it now because we just explained it to you. But Alex, what are your two favorite new like? What are the two new characters that they introduced in this movie that were not in the first one? that you actually enjoyed seeing. Good luck. I'm looking at the list here. That's not a good list. Actually, it's a good list of characters, but it's about how they were portrayed that you're like, yeah. I'll go first. I'm going to go with Ermac and Rain. And Rain? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. We did tell uh, Rain dies. Oh yeah, Rain is dead. Everybody, he dies in yeah. a dumb way. Yes, it gets, it's like a Doctor Evil Austin Powers. He oh, like gets thrown oh in the fire. God, he totally does. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the most Austin Powers thing they could have had in that movie. Jesus Christ! God, you took two good ones. Uh, I'll say the same. I mean. There ain't because yeah. like, uh, well you could use Cyrax. Cyrax was technically portrayed very well compared uh, to his video game counterpart. Okay, I'll say Cyber Smoke and Cyber Cyrax because they're basically the same character. Can I change one of my answers? No. Don't say. And Nightwolf. No! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say it. Damn it! I was gonna say Sindel. She's all right. She had oh, a cool scene where I... she like blows up the whole side of the mountain she uses her banshee scream to literally blow up the whole side of the mountain uh that is one of the things they do betray in the video games is that that scream that she can do is it will fuck you up uh yeah i will give you that sindel is not well or not bad at all she's very well casted she's exactly what i thought of the character at the time when the games were out uh definitely hats off to them on sindel and nightwolf because other than that Cyrax is probably the next closest thing. Because even Kawhi Liang, you know, uh, uh, Sub-Zero, I mean, him being the brother, like, they didn't really show that until, like, MK10, where they showed that he is the better version of Sub-Zero, that Bihan wasn't the original Sub-Zero. So what are your two least, like, new introduced characters? There's a lot to choose from. I'm going to say... Mataro and Shiva. 
Okay, I'm gonna go with recasted Johnny Cage and Jade. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot to pick from. Uh, there really is, and you know, obviously, you can't like hit the mark with these characters as you would today because there's so many versions of them that there's so much source material for these characters. But my God, was Shiva just horrible to look at? I just felt embarrassed for the actors half the time. Mataro was, even though we're talking a lot of shit, he was probably betrayed very well. Like, I don't see how, I mean, if he was more ferocious, but he was kind of a fucking joke. So, there's yeah. that. So, I think, uh, I don't know about you, but that's pretty much anal lotion in a nutshell for me. I, um, I don't really have more to add to it. What was your favorite scene? Oh, uh, I'm going to go with Nightwolf. His introduction night. I really did enjoy watching it the other night. Uh, it's just, he's always been one of my favorite characters to play as. I always thought, you know, the way they made that character in general in the games was pretty badass. And I would say he's an underrated character in the franchise. But I like the the spiritual side of him and his backstory. You know, at Nightwolf being a mantle to protect Earth. I just, I don't know, it's, I guess it sounds cheesy, but I really do like that character a lot. And I think they did a really good job of talking about him or showing him in the movie. If they just took out the fucking video game mechanic out of the movie, animal, Animalities, it probably would have been even better. Like, you would have taken him completely serious, you know, very seriously. The test that he had for Liu Kang still could have been fine. You know, even though they would have been cooler if they were real tests and not the stupid ones they fucking made. But uh, I would say Nightwolf's introduction is easily my favorite scene. What about you? I have written down the end credits. So the best scene of the movie, everybody, is actually when it's not even playing. It's yeah. just the... Before you hit the start button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I actually kind of liked uh, Raiden becoming an elder god. It's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, show, uh, showing that Shao Kahn and Raiden were brothers and Shinnok was the father somehow. Uh, and then Raiden taking his place. I mean, it was, it was cool. It was good. Really struggling there to compliment the movie, I see. Yeah. So what is the worst scene in the movie, Alex, for you? Jade being killed. I can't get that out of my mind of the CGI monster biting her head off and burping. Yeah, guys, if you are listening to this, once again, we are trying to save you from watching this film, unless you love these shitty films. Uh, please go YouTube Jade getting killed in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and then also thank us later. So I'd like to say the worst scene, because I can't choose that one, uh, I do agree with you that it probably is the worst though, is the second closest thing to that, and that is Jax killing the CGI gargoyle after Melina gets killed <laughs> with one punch. And the thing looks like it's twice his fucking size, looks like it, if it, not only does it look just utterly stupid, but it does look like it could do serious damage, and it doesn't, and he's, he just punches it once and it dies. And that's pretty much where I land with the you know the worst scene of the film. And any animality. 
honestly, anything with CGI in this movie just really hurt to see. It hurt my eyes and my soul. Alex, what's your overall rating for Mortal Kombat? Anal Ocean. Two out of ten. Fuck. <laughs> well, there's one thing we haven't talked about, but I'm gonna say it in my re- my review. What what gives you a two out of ten? What is the only two things that really made you go, all right, I'll give it a two out of ten? What's the only thing um, from this film? Probably a better cast of Raiden. Um, some of the fight scenes were cool, but most of it was just dog shit. And I don't know. I, I can't really come up with anything more than that. So bad. So, I'm not going to ask you what the bad things are because it's basically the rest of the film. Uh, but I'd like to give my review, and that will be a 4 out of 10. The reason why I give it a 4 out of 10 is very simple. Uh, you know, Sindel, Nightwolf, Cyrax, those three characters are, they do look like they're sh- just ripped straight out of the game and put in the film with the moves they use, the the way they look. I really do think they did a good job there. But one of the things we haven't talked about this entire time talking about Mortal Kombat Annihilation is the fact that they actually use, unlike the first movie, a ton of the video game moves, the special moves that the characters have. Like, almost everybody uses their special move in one way or another. Raiden's flying Superman move, uh, Shao Kahn's energy blast, Scorpion's spear, Sub-Zero's clone, ice clone, uh, you know, Cyrax's webbing... um, his webbing and then the bombs. Uh, I can keep going on and on, but you get what I'm saying. As Alex said to the recast of Raiden really helped out a lot because I don't know if I could have watched this again if it was the first Raiden Christopher Lambert. Uh, Christopher Lambert is probably a good actor, but his Raiden is dog shit. And I'm really glad they, ch- they changed that, as well as Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade was definitely redeemed in this movie. Uh, honestly... This might be the best version of Sonya Blade, even across the media, you know, the, the games we have. So good for, good for them on that. And that's Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Thanks for uh, listening to us talk about the Mortal Kombat movies. Uh, Alex, is there anything else you'd like to say about Mortal Kombat? Nope. Uh, we went over the whole, both the movies, so I'm good. Yeah, everybody. So those are both of the live-action films that they've made. There is a new one coming out in 2021. Uh, it looks with the cast of characters they, uh, with the cast that they have, and the people who are playing their characters, extremely promising. But I don't want to overhype it too much, because we are talking about a video game movie here, and we know how that goes. So uh, that's pretty much it for us tonight. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the It Just Works podcast. Um, Ryan, please keep an eye out for the Star Wars episode. It will be coming out sometime next week. I'm really excited to talk about episodes 4, 5, and 6. They are so much better than the sequel trilogy and just better enough than the prequel trilogy to actually be excited to talk about all three. So, uh, Alex, thank you for joining us. Uh, Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.